Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson. The day we normally record is my son's third birthday, and my dad, Todd, is leaving for a speaking engagement in Alaska tomorrow. So this week, we thought we'd replay an episode from a while back. The topic of the show is answering listener questions, and specifically one about what to do when you've just had a rough homeschool year. We hope you find the answer encouraging. Before we start, I want to thank Teaching Textbooks for all their support of The Smiling Homeschooler. They're one of the best math curriculums, and we believe they help homeschoolers smile. So go check them out over at teachingtextbooks.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Hey, everybody, and uh, welcome. It's been a busy week. We just got off of uh, uh, kind of Wilson family vacation. Not our family, but our, my extended family, uh, brothers and my sister and all their family. I don't know how many kids it was, but it was well over 20 some um and that was a week it was a great week but it's kind of exhausting um so we got back and uh we had a few mishaps jed caught his thumb in a or uh caught a hook in the thumb and that looked bad it looked i wish i had the picture it goes all oh maybe i do uh maybe i'll find it when ben's doing his thing um and cal hurt his arm cut it while we were in florida uh and uh so and then i had a colonoscopy oh there's the hook can't see it very well but yeah so yeah that looks bad and uh then and they had to push the barb through the skin um he was numbed up for that i had a colonoscopy today so i told ben that i was just gonna not be in full tilt um uh my mind's not too bad but i'm running riding a little rough in the saddle right now (laughs) Uh, so um so ben no yeah so um i uh we had a question uh that someone sent us and it was actually they meant to send it when we did our q a week um i i think it was actually episode 100 but we she we missed it uh, so she uh, sent it to us. I think her name was Julie. Uh, she said, Todd, what do you do when you have had a rough school year? Kids with medical issues, not COVID, but long-term ones. A high schooler still trying to finish and special needs kids as well in the mix. I miss tests uh, that needing graded uh, kids that have subjects that they are bombing. I love them all the pieces, but I feel like I'm just failing them help. And she said, I have five and my oldest is in high school and I have another one starting high school next year too. So just, you know, rough year. Uh, this is, I mean, she said this recently, so hopefully they're not actually already doing school, but uh, what would you say to this, Mom? We don't have any special needs, um, you know, that we know of at least. And uh, what would you say to this, Mom? You know, I mean, I hate to give, like, blanket. My wife is always, like, when she's on the show, I mean, she sweats bullets over these kind of questions because she's afraid she'll give you the wrong advice and send you down the wrong path. I'm okay with that, you know, cause I haven't thought about this. Um, so this is just off the top of my head, but, but I will say if you've had a rough year, I mean, we're, we're talking, where are we now? We're, we're at the first, fourth of August as we record this. Um, I hope you're still not, you know, in your year, uh, unless you do like school year round and you took, take huge breaks, you know, you should be enjoying summer. Uh, you should not be doing school, even if you're behind. In fact, if you are, I would stop today. As you listen to this, I would not pick it back up until after Labor Day. If you've been doing school and you haven't done summer break, maybe you need to go longer than after Labor Day. Um, And then I would just, people will say you lower the bar. I don't think you lower the bar. What you do is you change the bar. You know, you just, uh, you need to do things differently. 
uh, if you feel like, for example, Tess, I don't know where you live. Um, maybe you have to have, uh, even though we ask lots of people uh, all over the country, oh, does your test, does your state require certain things? And everybody nods their heads, yes, but their state doesn't. They're not informed. They're just going by hearsay. Um, you know, we, my kids don't take tests. None of my kids take tests. Um, if you've got a curriculum that is heavy on testing and heavy on you grading those tests, I don't want to tell you, I'm not telling you what to do, but I, me personally, I would look for a different curriculum. You know, um, that's the thing I like about teaching textbooks. You know, they do all the testing for, it's just happening all the time. You don't have to worry about that. Um, but my kids, other than those tests, you know, and it was their daily kind of lessons, my kids never take took tests. Ben never really took a test until he had to take a CLEP test. Uh, and as we've talked about in the past, people will say, oh, if you don't take tests, you know, in the elementary ages or in the high school ages, your kids won't know how to take tests in college. Baloney, that's not true. Ben did great on those tests, having never taken a test. So I'm all for changing how you do things. Um, again, if you're feeling overwhelmed, you feel like you're not getting it, everything done, then I would figure out a different way to do it. You know, and I would, again, take my break, let my kids free. And then maybe you spend some time uh, asking some questions, uh, maybe doing a little research on some uh, grab and go type uh, curriculum. Um, when we had my wife on, was that last week or the week before? Uh, two weeks. Two no, weeks I think last week. Yeah, last uh, week. Well, whenever we had her, that's <laughs> what she talked about. She talked about you know not having a lot of prep before because that prep when you have a bunch of kids can be overwhelming. I know moms who do, um, and they spend Saturdays and Sundays. My wife doesn't spend Saturdays and Sundays. You know, she she's got a busy life because life is busy. So she likes things where she can just grab them and go. If you didn't listen to last week's podcast, make sure you do. I, in fact, last week, uh, if that was when it was, it seems like a year ago, um, my wife also gave out her email. Um, there was only one mom who asked a question. So if you've got that question and you've been wanting to ask somebody, um, my wife's the one to ask. You can uh, reach her at rbmomof8 at gmail.com. I think Ben will probably type that up there right now. So, you know, and I just wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, knock yourself out. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too hard on yourself um, because just about every mom who's listening has felt the same way. Um, and again, moms who are listening, make sure you let other people know in this coming year, you know, uh, we're not quite ready for that. My wife, as I was, as I was uh, under the microscope today, uh, my wife was, sat in the car for two hours uh planning out her home starting to plan out her homeschool year uh so i don't know if i answered all the things no, i think that's good there a lot of things um, in there also uh we had diane craft on uh the podcast it was actually episode 27 so that was over 100 episodes ago or almost wow. no no it wasn't 75 episodes so we should probably have her on again. But uh, if you just type in even special needs Diane Craft on Google, it will come up. Uh, our um, podcast will somewhere on that that first page. Um, but you should definitely listen to that. She has some great advice um, that I think is really good. Someone else mentioned, though, this is kind of a different note here. She said, uh, 
Uh, all new homeschoolers need to find all the awesome homeschool conference speakers. Do you have any suggestions of anyone you know who's looking for, you know, maybe some, you know, some podcast, maybe not podcast, but, you know, some sessions to watch? Anyone else that you always think is, you know, encouraging or a good person to listen to? Right. Well, uh, of course, we have Heidi St. John, John on the show. She's great to listen to. Um, there are other uh, homeschool speakers. Dr. Kathy Cook, we had her. We talked about her last week when uh, when I spoke down in Florida. Um, and there are other homeschool moms. Uh, Rachel Carmen, we had her on this show. Uh, uh, you know, in fact, if, you, if I don't know if there is a master list somewhere, um, but uh, even some of the speakers who, you know, that that we've had. Not even speakers, but some of the podcasts that we've had early episodes. Uh, you know, we had um, Tina Farewell, we had Jan Bloom. Um, maybe that that should be something we put together so you could find them a yeah, little more easily. Maybe uh, voices of homeschooling. But you know, I love. To me, I'm not uh, Diana Waring, a great speaker. She has a, a book called uh, Beyond Survival. I think it's called. It's a great book. Um, you know, I know you moms are often looking for ways to do the homeschool better. Um, really, what I want you to get right is the relationship, the relationship better. You know, in the coming year, uh, you know, I don't know what it's going to be like. Uh, and, you know, yeah. for I, again, a lot of new homeschoolers. Um, I just read an article that said, you know, or I, I read an email from a guy who was part of a, a new homeschool group. They're not even, they don't really care about the uh, philosophy behind it. They just want the nuts and bolts. But, you know, if you have interaction with them, encourage them in the reason why we homeschool, you know, because it's just best to have our kids home and that you're the best teacher of your parent, of your kids. Um, and I think that could be, that could be life changing. Yeah. And I think one of the, um, also, she asked, you know, juggling multiple age groups. I know in our family, um, you know, it was things like, like, for example, we did teaching textbooks later on that was a little bit more independent that way so that mom could then do stuff with the younger kids. You know, if you have something that's really hands-on for everyone, then that could get really tough. So you maybe, you know, again, juggle around some of the different curriculums that you're using. And that's totally fine to take one part of something and part of something else. But I was just thought we were talking about this year. Uh, I just saw a thing on Fox where it said Mexico is going to be televising and having all their kids homeschooled basically through because of COVID. So that'll be interesting. <laughs> but I thought that was television. Kind of, yeah, they're like, you know, just like show the teachers on TV, basically. And then the kids will watch that, you know, and do that. So I thought that was interesting, but I think so that's more of a tangent. Probably does it better than yeah, Mexico, right. but uh, <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. Uh, I don't know, and and really that the argument still is there that that the professionals homes the professionals teachers do a better job of teaching our kids. That's just not true. Mm -mm. I mean, if you were gonna again want someone to teach your kids or a, a good teacher, you'd have that one on one or one on five. Um, and when you're teaching multiple ages, uh, my wife would say this too, you know, like when Ben and I, when Ben and I, when Ben and, uh, he, when he started homeschooling, uh, or started being homeschooled, we, we started him and his brother who was two years younger, we started them at the same time. Um, and we kind of taught him some of the things, some, some of the same things. That's why we like some of those curriculum, like sunlight where, man, it doesn't matter what age you have. Everybody likes the books they read. 
Um, they may not have do all the world history and all those things at the, you know at the same level, but there are so many things that you can do. So my wife, the way she taught multiple ages, she would do the uh, the things they could do together at the beginning. You know, so they would do the Bible time together, and it didn't. You know, when they were, I would say fifth grade below. Um, so everybody did the same Bible, maybe even sixth grade did the same Bible. They had a little devotional and then they did, then she read a couple different books. And while they were doing that reading, uh, I don't know if Ben remembers all this, but he would do his handwriting drills and they would do their handwriting drills. And even younger, they would, uh, draw right now where they would draw a picture and then, you know, copy a few words into something. Um, and then Debbie would break it up and, Maybe one would be working on, you know, a uh, reading tour while another one listened. They would switch. You know, one would read a paragraph, then another would read a paragraph. Um, and why they did that, maybe one was doing something with a little kid playing in the background. Um, and then when she called them, then, you know, and so she just kind of rotated that. And again, what an amazing way to learn. Not because you learn so much, but because you learn so much. Um, not about necessarily all the academics, which are important, but you just learn that you're not the center of the universe, that you're part of a family and how not to be bothered. Because I know grownups who still cannot handle the, the, the mayhem and the chaos of a family. You know, they're always trying to escape it. I mean, man, if you grow up in a family of, you know, just a couple of kids being homeschooled, you're going to grow up being able to handle chaos. <laughs> One other thing. So one of the other things, Dad, that I was kind of talking about, we've talked about a little before and maybe we'll delve into this more. But what do you think, you know, for all these new homeschoolers, what do you think that first year should look like for them? What's the goal? What's the what's it look like, you know, for the whole year, kind of the overall um, thing that you should tell? Okay, here's you're going to start. Do these basics, you know, or if you do these things. You're, you've had a great year. Do you think there's anything you would say was a standout to you for that? I don't know about standout, but I know like mom, you know, when she said, uh, if we learn a little bit and laugh a little bit, we will have accomplished mm -hmm. a lot. I think that that should be something you write over the doorpost of your home house, you know, so you that that's constantly before you, because I think especially if you're just thrown into it, um, maybe you're a. a and there are a couple of different levels. If you're like a brand new homeschooler and you have little kids and like, you know, like we were brand new homeschoolers at one time, it was just kind of finding the rhythm, you know, um, and they'd never been in school. And so we just kind of figured it out. So I, again, I think the bar should be low, especially if you have really young kids and you're just starting, you know, don't worry about what you're not covering. I mean, if you're got, if you're kindergarten, first grade, there's there's nothing you can do if you do nothing you're still okay it's still better to have your kids home now if your kids have already tasted the good life you know and they've had been surrounded by kids every single day and now you're being thrust into it again i would really uh take yourself off the the hot seat and say here's what i want to accomplish we're just going to accomplish being home together because that's a great thing. And again, if you if you learn a little bit, um, again, maybe you go to those sunlight books uh, or a list of good books and, uh, and you just read some books or you just spend a little bit of time in God's word in the morning. Uh, 
you know, they've already got some of your, if you're being thrust into it again, they've already got kind of the basics. They're probably already reading. They're already doing some math, you know, get teaching textbooks. And, and that part's pretty, you put, you know, log on and you're, they're good to go. So I would, the thing I would want is I would just want to get to the place where my kids kind of enjoyed being home and they saw the benefit of it because they're learning so much again, just in interacting with a family. And I, I think if you find yourself thrust into it, you've been given a gift, you know, by God. Well, what's something, you know, you obviously uh, remember back to the beginning, uh, and a lot of that was inspiration for the, the uh, official homeschooling cartoon books. Um, do you remember any actual stories from there? You know, anything where you're like, oh, I remember this one time, you know, my wife was in the, the closet type deal or anything like that, that you would just oh, be an encouraging yeah, story yeah. that you would be able to share off the top of your head? All, all, the, all those, you know, I mean, I just heard a thing on, I don't even know what the lady was talking about. But it was some, it was something on the radio, and and it was some kind of maybe a, it was a thing of depression. They were talking about what they were talking to this lady. They said, "What do you tell these these moms or these women who come to you and now they're depressed because of all that's going on and they're you know hopeless and and basically this woman said, "Welcome to the jungle," you know. So basically, what she said was. That's how we've felt forever. You know, maybe your life has been all per, you know, perfect up until this point, but there are a lot of people who've had a hard time way before we ever had these things in the news going on. And I think, uh, you know, for homeschooling, uh, we're, we're kind of known for our homeschooling cartoons. Those are all written, not all of them, most of them, because there's so much truth in them. You know, there's moms who are trying to put on a good show um, so no one knows how or no everyone thinks that they have it all together and they can barely hold it together you know there's pictures of there's one that says you know there's a husband who says to his wife oh honey you're smiling hold on i'm gonna go get a camera i mean that's i felt that way at times because you know my wife just never smiled because it was just she had so many so much on her plate she had all this homeschooling the kids didn't care it was just all hard and when she smiled occasionally, it was like, whoa, I'm going to drop over dead. <laughs> um, you know, and I think, you know, the point of that is to let every mom know they're not alone and to prod you a little bit because your husband needs to see your smile. Your your children need to see your smile, your smile. But I know that in the midst of it, it's hard to smile. You know, it's just hard. I know there, there was there was a time I remember I was a pastor at a church, maybe 10 minutes from our home. And I can remember getting a phone call from Ben. Um, he couldn't have been eight years old. And he's like, dad, you need to come home now. <laughs> Cause mom's losing it. And, uh, you know, and I remember, and there, I know there's a cartoon, there's a cartoon that there's a kid greeting his uh, uh, dad at the door. And it says, you know, uh, what'd you, or what'd you learn today? And he said, said uh something like no, it's like welcome uh, home dad that one yeah what i can't even welcome home dad uh mom's in the closet crying the toilet threw up in the carpet or the dog threw up in the carpet and the toilet's overflowing or something like exactly that. you know <laughs> and that is like how i felt coming home every day um you know or just when i would ask my wife and this was a standard thing i'd say honey how was school today and she'd go pointless <laughs> you know and because she just saw what's the point 
there nobody's learning anything I, it's all miserable everybody's hating it and uh again she, she missed the point because the point was it's good to have your kids home and even when you don't think they're learning they're learning gobs um so yeah there were lots of those there still are lots of those um and you know the point of the cartoon book was to remind you that you're not alone and you can find that over on uh if you go to the smilinghomeschooler.com uh click on store that will take you over to the family man website and there you can uh, find it under homeschooling books uh there's the official book of homeschooling cartoons the full full four volume set that's built into one book and uh i don't know there's probably a couple hundred or more cartoons in there and it is awesome and it's a great thing it's kind of just fun to have you know on the coffee table type deal but in fact then just as it reminds me um i've got a little product placement in this picture maybe you can see it um oh yeah i'm not gonna announce it i'm not gonna announce it yet because we've got we're, we're starting to think how we're going to but if you're watching this you can see something near one of my shoulders i only have two shoulders so it's not that hard um that is a, a glimpse of a new product we have coming out. It's going to be an entire year of encouragement. We're super excited. It's not available yet, but it's coming. Yep. It's going to be awesome. And Mia said, Lies Homeschooling Moms Believe as well. She also said, uh, they say give one month of grace for every year that they were in school to adjust to learning at home. I found this to be true in just having them learn to be creative and not waiting to be told what to do every moment of their time, which especially if they're coming from school, I think is uh, definitely really great advice. So thank you, Mia, for sharing that. Well, that's everything I had, and I think uh, it's a good, you know, a little bit of a shorter episode this week, but I think it still has a lot of good content. So, again, thank you, everyone. And if you haven't already, um, you know, uh, reviewed the um, podcast, we're not done. You'll still do your outro. Uh, but if you have not left a review for us over on iTunes, Spotify, any other place that you listen to it, definitely leave a review. Those are great. They help us get found, and there's a lot of new homeschoolers, so share this with them as well. But, Dad, if you want to do uh, close it out for us well hey i was gonna say uh two if you're near uh i think des moines iowa uh i'm going to be there this weekend at a live event i'm super excited uh homeschool iowa uh they're having a one-day event um it's called connect it's in ankeny iowa um it's on saturday the 8th uh, i think you can go to their website um homeschool iowa and the details are there, but it's going to be a great event. I hope you're good. I've been, I've got like five months of bottled love encouragement in me. So it's all going to come out. Um, it may, I hope it doesn't blow anybody away, but I, it should be a great weekend. If you're just a couple hours away and really it's close to a lot of things, even if you're in the Chicago or west of there, it doesn't take very long to get there. Uh, so uh, maybe you can join us. Um, if you do stop in and say hi, hi, I'd love to talk with you. Um, but, uh, until next time, uh, have a great week again, maybe you can, you can ease into planning for homeschooling. Um, you know, and I was even thinking too, uh, I know that some of you are starting up in your homeschool co-ops again, and maybe we should do a show sometime on that again, uh, soon. Uh, but I, I know some of your homeschool co-ops are limited in size, um, because, uh, you know, you can only have so many people, um, but we are inundated with new homeschoolers. Uh, I don't know what the answer is, but maybe uh, God would have you do something special. Um, maybe have a, you know, a little homeschool thing, not 
for classes, but a homeschool encouragement thing just for moms in your neck of the woods. Maybe you invite new homeschoolers. Maybe it's only new homeschoolers and one or two plants, you know? Um, and, and again, make it a smiling homeschooler uh, co-op, one that focuses on relationship and being real um, and just uh, encouraging one another. So have a great weekend. There's still a lot of summer. I mean, it's only August the 4th. Uh, I don't care when they say you have to go back to school, you should still be enjoying the summer. And uh, of course, don't forget to smile. Thanks for listening. And we're planning on being back to normal next week. Again, if you enjoy the show, please leave a review on whatever podcast app you use. This is a great way to help spread the word about our show. Also, thank you to Tiffany Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. You can check out a free trial and demo of their amazing math curriculum over on their website, teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling. Now every time I look at you, something is on my mind. If you do what I want you to, baby, we'd be so far. Oh, life could be a dream. If I could take you up in paradise up above If you would tell me I'm the only one that you love Life could be a dream, sweetheart Shaboom, shaboom Shaboom, shaboom Shaboom, shaboom Ya la 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 la